I've got like 10 studs in Dubai now. That was 4.6 million actually. Okay, well, to Asia to race Lamborghini Hurricane. Oh, I looked, it was around quarter of a mil. 20k sales, 30. <laughs> Wild! Yeah, it's bread! So everyone, welcome back. Today we've got another podcast with the infamous TG. He's an Instagram influencer, YouTube influencer. He's had many different businesses over his time. Today we're going to dive into how he became to get into business, how he started YouTube, all stuff like that. So stay tuned, people. It's another great podcast. Right. <laughs> chat mode. Get some chat back in stock. Let's go. <laughs> right. It's not been a long day. No. It's been fine. Oh mate, it's been it's been so long. Zero driving has been done today. Mm. Is that like fresh. this is the first time we've met today? Yeah, I'm good to see you. Very nice. Yeah, good to see you. Right. See, yeah. So we're back with Tom. Hello. Otherwise known as TG. Do you want to introduce yourself? Who Hello. are you? What do you do? Uh, I'm TG. I do stuff on the internet and um, various other things um, involving trying to make money and working and whatnot. That's the worst intro. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> Google me. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> what does TG do? Don't do that. No. What do you actually do? Like what businesses? Um, I have a fitness business called LDN Muscle. I have a couple of giveaway businesses. I give away classic cars called Classic Giveaways. I have a watch giveaway business called Grow Watch Club. Um, I have a, a day job, um, which is all very exciting and top secret. Um, I make YouTube videos. I buy cars. I collect cars. I collect watches. Maybe it's about them. Um, and I'm, I've missed out a load of stuff. I've, yeah. I've got an interest in a bollard company. You know, it's real bollard rock company. and roll stuff here. Yeah, really? and a load of other stuff I as well, that which one, I've, I've forgotten about. What, yeah, that's doing really well. Actually. What, what brought you to that? It's churning. Um, bollards. Um, ever since I was a kid, I've just loved bollards. <laughs> um, I used to, you know, um, draw bollards in the bedroom <laughs> at night. Um, yeah, I had a make-believe friend that I used to talk to at night. It was a, a bollard. <laughs> Um, no, I just <laughs> car crimes going through the roof, yeah. and I wanted bollards. Yeah. I was looking into it, and I actually ended up having relevant discussions with a, a, a great chap who was uh, developing amazing products. And um, yeah, it's kind of it's going off from there. So it's called IntelliPost. Wow, it's intelligent and a post. Ah, that's a churner. Yeah, and it's like all um, app controlled bollard that you can. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's got See, like, some mad patent. You wouldn't have sold it's that. No, it sounds really good. Yeah, no, no. I did undersell it with bollards. Yeah, it's actually a really good product, and I will yeah. get very enthusiastic about bollards, but. It, yeah, it's unbelievable and there's some, some great plans in the works. Saves so. from crime, eh? Yeah, I mean, it's it's going really, really well because obviously people uh, people's cars are getting pitched. I mean, most car manufacturers mm. now struggle to make cars that don't get nicked. Um, so yeah. you need a physical uh, prevention anywhere really around the UK now. So yeah, yeah. it's going really well. Mm. Bollard tool. And is it like, is it mostly <laughs> like, you know, like direct to like consumers, like houses and stuff like that, or like parking, garages. Yeah, we do, we do mainly uh, retail retail sales, but we've got a couple of kind of great installers in the UK now that are kind of just um, selling direct to clients and we just sell to them. Um, right, and they'll fit it as well? Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. They're really easy to fit. I say with... <laughs> you could give I'll do one you might get fit. Tom to your door fit in your ballad you won't you won't <laughs> and if you do tell me to go call the police I'm lost and I'm about to vandalise your driveway <laughs> um, no so they're, they're relative yeah it's great I mean it's sometimes the boring things like that that do the best yeah it's not glamorous um, but everyone's got a need for it and yeah have you got any more secret businesses like that I'm sure I do but it's been a long old day um Oh, I haven't mentioned CCN, have I? <laughs> Don't worry. Um, and of course, if you're watching this, I'm obviously involved in CCN as well from from the very start. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, helping people churn with yeah with nothing other than just the internet, really. Yeah. You are Perfect. the king of churning, to be fair. Yeah, that's a, that's a solid churn. That's one everyone can get involved in off yeah. the bat, yeah. like straight away. Have you had like a lot of people like you know like messaging you about like Crep Chief and stuff like that that you know have like done it and actually like made money from it? Like, what's all yeah. the general feedback like from it? The feedback from that has been amazing, so particularly during lockdown mm-hmm. and yeah. since, you know, when people have been put on furlough and not, you know, that's not been yeah. a- enough to meet their bills and whatever. I actually got some really nice, like, heartfelt messages, not even, like, really personal messages, not the kind of stuff I can even share, like, mm-hmm. online publicly, but people basically saying, you know, I haven't been able to pay my mortgage, but, you know, I've just started flipping stuff with CCN. And it's kept the wolf yeah. in the door. So really, really cool stuff. We well, get a lot of, like, we've had a lot of testimonials like that over the time in the group as well. Like, people are openly saying that in the group, like, been so cool. paying my mortgage yeah. with it, been in debt, come out with it. It's pretty yeah. insane to be fair. It's really nice yeah, to hear. 100%. And aside from the money side as well, I think uh, particularly with men at the risk of being shot down, I think with men particularly, they feel a lot of pressure to make money. Yeah. And mm-hmm. I think a lot of mental health issues with blokes is due yeah, to yeah, yeah. feeling like they're not doing well enough or, you know, he's doing that, he's doing that. And, and blokes do pile a lot of pressure on themselves. Not that women don't, but I think yeah. I can only speak from a male perspective because I've only got mm-hmm. one brain. Um, but I think that that did help quite a lot of people out of a hole as well. And yeah. I'm not dressing up like a charity, obviously, no. you know, it's a business, but um, it was really cool to read a lot of those stories. Yeah. It was wicked. Yeah. I felt like that side income thing so big right now that like a lot of people are like, like the matrix and shit like you're right yeah. now. Like <laughs> like people are going insane on social media about it. Like it's just a bit insane. Yeah, we was even looking at the Google trends the other day for like the search term side or something. And it's like in the last like, couple of months, it's absolutely sh- Skyrocketed, like yeah. the amount of people who are actually looking, you know, to start a side hustle and stuff like that. You know, with like the cost of living, you know, rising, interest rates yeah. rising, all stuff like that. Tons more people, you know, looking to get into side hustles, and there's tons out there that you can get involved with, and um, you know, reselling whatever it may be, Amazon FBA, dropshipping. Yeah. There's tons of you know things out there that you can get involved with, and you know, learn from like platforms like ours, where you know you can basically just sign up, you know, read through our guides, understand exactly how to resell, then we deliver you the notifications, so you know you know when products are back in stock, so you can buy them once they arrive. You know, you ship them, uh, you basically list them on eBay, ship them off when they sell, and you know that's how you make profit from you know various different side hustles. It's super easy and for people listening, I think a side hustle is so key if you want to make money. It's the easiest way to, you know, go out there and make an extra income. Like me and Tom was discussing before, it's like, you know, going out there and getting like a pay rise in your job, you know, to get like a £10,000 pay rise in your job, it's going to take an incredible amount of work. You might not get the pay rise at the end, you know, there might be 10 other people going for that position as well. And, you know, you're going to have to work incredibly hard for a year to potentially not even get it. When you, instead, obviously, you know, keep going for your, you know, your, your, you know, your pay rise and your promotions and stuff, but you can go out there and get, you know, a side so you can start that right now and it's up to you to make it work it's not like you're going to put in tons of effort and you're not going to get anything out if you put in the effort yeah. you are going to get a hell of a ton out yeah, of you've it you've got the results right there in front of you and interesting you say that you know 10 grand pay rise what's the average salary in the uk 20 25 grand yeah something at, like that at the very most i mean that may well be dropping at this point who who really knows i'm sure someone knows um but to get a 10 grand pay rise you're going to have to if you're basic rate taxpayer you're going to be having to earning way more than yeah, as you say, it's not guaranteed. Yeah. And that's what, £800 a month? £800 a month is very doable with a side hustle, bit of FBA, bit of CCN. Easily oh. doable, easily Off doable. you go. As everybody's seen. 200 quid a week? What We found 250 quid in home bargains earlier when we were filming a video. Literally 20 that minutes Great content work. will be on my channel soon, so home bargains in an SLS <laughs> top quality content very Doors nice up. but we found it we, you didn't you didn't even know what you were going to look no, for but no. you were just 
walked around scanning and just found 250 quid sat on the shelf. It's insane of profits. Literally just sat there. What people just walk past yeah. every day. And that's just FBA. And then yeah, you've got yeah, CCN yeah. on top. You, you can do hundreds a week. Yeah. Quite happily. Literally, you can you can literally churn it. But if we will take it back to you know like actually like you know normal jobs and stuff like that, what jobs have you had over your time? Uh, I actually used to work in a community centre that my mum worked at. She used to organise charity events at this uh, community centre um, in a part of London, and I used to clean there. So they had a kitchen, a hall, and they had more toilets than seemed necessary or reasonable. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I used to clean all that, including the toilets. People, people weren't very good. One, one thing I did learn early on with people, people weren't very good at hitting the mark or hitting the target. <laughs> I, surely it's not that difficult, but I think that's when people get to public lose, they just think I'm yeah. going to stop aiming. <laughs> like, fuck yeah, I'm uh, not coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was yeah cleaning up skid marks. I always used to be, I used to be a lifeguard as well. I've always had. We were discussing this earlier, yeah. Mario, in the car, and again in my wonderful video. They, um, I, I've always had two jobs at least. So I was yeah. working as a, a lifeguard at the same time, and I was doing some. Some buy and sell at the same time as well. I can't go too much into that. I wasn't selling drugs. Yeah. Just going to clear that up. <laughs> I actually wasn't. I wouldn't be sat here now if I was selling drugs. Yeah. I'd be on an island somewhere. That, that's pretty mad to think about, you know, from cleaning like skids off a toilet. <laughs> yeah, to... some serious skidders. <laughs> yeah, so from clearing skids off a toilet to owning a Carrera GT, that is yeah. like yeah. next level, like for how you've come from. But I that. think they're completely linked because <laughs> if, you, if you don't have a work ethic from early doors, then you, you are screwed. And if you, if you think you're above doing anything for a living, then you're screwed. If you think you can turn your nose up at something that makes money and something that you need to do to get to the next stage, then you won't reach the next stage. So it's completely linked. It, I hear what you're saying. It is mad. It's like a million yeah, it's crazy. and poo in a toilet. You don't think they're linked, but... <laughs> no. Yeah, it's crazy. Somewhere. <laughs> 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 do you remember how much you was on when you um, were cleaning toilets? Well, bear in mind, I'm old. So it's 1944 when I had my first job. <laughs> um, I think it was like £4.40 an hour I started yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Very mad to be fair though, but it's it's crazy how you've had like such. You've li- literally been from like you know right to like the bottom of like you know the the, the job ladder to like. Yeah, it's an entry level job, and I yeah. actually have more respect for people doing jobs like that and being oh, treated like treated like crap by people than someone that's on big bucks earning loads of money for actually a lot of the time not really doing a huge amount. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and I think if you've you've had a role like that, you put in the hours, and you've had people talking to you like hell. Yep. You've had a boss. You've had you've had like kind of appraisals and kind of all that kind of stuff in, in a normal job. It really does help you, mm-hmm. and you will never treat anyone else badly because you've been treated like that in the past. I think if you just go from you know just study straight into whatever, um, I think if you miss that gap, then mm-hmm. there's a lot of vital skills that you learn and, and sort. Of, not entry level jobs because I'm not trying to put them down at all but you know what I mean yeah, yeah. yeah. have you ever been fired <clears throat> uh, yeah <laughs> do you know what it's, it's falling asleep really that's what's got me yeah um, at least a couple of jobs falling asleep was that because you had too many jobs at once I don't know what the excuse was. yeah I, w- <laughs> I would have just been d- d- doing all nighters or something yeah. like that and I would have just been falling asleep in, in a job that I wasn't really doing much one was one was I was a lifeguard apparently you're not allowed to fall asleep when you're watching the pool well, so it's fine if you know if someone starts drowning or something happens they'll shout they'll wake me up. Yeah. It's fine. wasn't accepted as an excuse go on get out um, and yeah an office job as well I was asleep at my desk like on not Sparko just kind of you know when you, you, you're you gone yeah you're, you're sort of you're like you there like but not there I needed these but with the with the eye stuff yeah, on the yeah. front <laughs> like, snoring would have given me away but yeah and I got hoof from that as well mm. and I think I got pied from one for being on my phone too much but again that would have made me just yeah. churning mm. 
on the side. On the old double chat. Yeah. <laughs> <old Well>, <laughs> So I imagine a good few of you are looking for side hustles to start. We recently filmed a video with TGM himself explaining two side hustles that you can get involved with. They're great for beginners. Number one is reselling. Number two is Amazon FBA. We did a video with TG showing how all these work. So we will link this video in the description. Go check it out. Find out more information, how these side hustles work. And I'll see everyone there. Where do you think that kind of like work ethic comes from and like do you have any advice for people yeah. like to get that kind of work ethic where you want to work two jobs like right now you're doing tons of things on the side you know like right now how many things are you doing like at once yeah. like job wise business wise um, well there's a, sort of five different businesses and then I've got my YouTube stuff and I just edit and do every, all that content like you edit all your I, stuff yourself don't you your yeah. channel is your channel isn't it yeah and that's why it's so bad <laughs> I need help if you're an editor <laughs> give me a shout um yeah, I mean, it's I lose count, but it's, yeah. it's not the fact that, oh, I'm involved in, in business and I'm a big dog or whatever. Yeah. It's just hundreds of conversations a day with countless people. Every time I refresh my WhatsApp, it's someone talking about something. It's always yeah. getting someone back. It's just, it's relentless. And we were saying earlier as well that if you have got your own thing, as soon as you're awake, you're at work, mm -hmm. like your, your yeah. office isn't here. And as soon as you, your brain switches on and you're conscious, you're in the office and there's no escaping that. It doesn't matter where It's never going to work if it's not, though, to be honest, I believe. Like, no, and if you don't like that or you think, oh, I hate yeah. this, it's not for you. Yeah, Just not. If you want to switch off, then... Yeah. And I'm envious of people because I, I couldn't sit in a nine to five and just have one stream of income and know next month what I'm going to earn and next month what I'm going to earn and look down the down the corridor or the, the office on the corner and whatever they're earning, think yeah. that's the most I'm ever going to earn. I couldn't mm. live like that. Some people can. I'm actually envious of that because... Yeah. They're actually happy with their yeah. lot, and that's that is enviable. Well, it must be really comfortable. Like, yeah, like really comfortable. Comfortable themselves, comfortable financially, yeah. and they're just quite happy with it, with with things. But I, I'm always kind of after more. It's so. almost like a little like disease that you know you just constantly want like just, more and more. Yeah, I don't know what it is. My brother's the same. We've always yeah. been the same. But I think early doors when we were growing up, my parents said to us, "Pocket money is not a thing. Your mates are getting pocket money, but that's free money. That's never going to happen at any point mm -hmm. in your life." Why in your formative years would we give you free money for doing nothing? Mm. What are you learning yeah, from that? Nothing. You're learning the opposite of everything you're going to need to, to learn to do well in life. No pocket money, boys. Um, like we were fed and stuff. Like it's fine. It yeah. wasn't like um, it wasn't it wasn't neglect. But um, we had to we had to go. Uh, we had a job in a, a paper shop when we were like sort of twelve, thirteen years yeah. old. I mean, God knows how old we actually were. Um, younger than we should have been <coughs> working. Department of Work and Pensions. Yeah. Hopefully, you're not listening. Uh, but we we went and worked for a couple of hours in the morning. Got three pounds. We're buzzing. We go home with our three pounds. Put it on our little little thing, and then we hoarded it. We just hoarded our three yeah. pounds at each time. We, we kind of saved up every week, and we were buzzing, and that was it. And that's how we learned where money comes from. Um, you know, but when you were younger, was you literally like striving for something? Or was it the cars or the watches? Or I don't know. We were just fascinated with the idea of having money. We loved cars. Um, mm -hmm. And I love watches. I was a little watch nerd when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't put two into... I, I guess I just wanted money. I don't know. Yeah. And whenever all the kids my age were like buying cigarettes and doing this and doing that, me and my brother were quite stingy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. No, I'm not buying cigarettes, but it's literally burning money. Yeah, James was yeah. telling some proper cool kids on his yeah. podcast. Yeah. I haven't actually funny. watched that yet, oh, so he, oh, he, he might be exposed to our childhood. Funny completely. ones. Yeah. <laughs> funny stories, man. Yeah. But yeah, do you think there was like a turning point where you like thought, like, you know, I'm actually going to like start like you know, making my own money that necessarily wasn't a job. Like, was there ever like an eye-opening moment where you thought like, you know, I can make money myself without having to, you know, work for someone else? Um, yeah, I mean, my mum, ever since I can remember, she's, 
she's been on like market stores and things like that. Mm-hmm. So she'd always be buying, you know, actually relatively similar to what we were doing today. She'd go and buy stuff in clearance, then hoof it at a market mm-hmm. and things like that. So that was always seen as normal in my mm-hmm. head. And my dad had a kind of half half decent job in a kind of finance related role. Yep. So in my head, both of those things were normal. Um, and my mum would always be doing a, a few different things. She, she would you know, sell like greetings cards and things like this. So she always had some little sly thing on the go, not yeah, making awesome. mental money, but just churning bits and bobs here and there. Uh, and actually my, my dad got made run, redundant when I was a kid and she kind of carried everyone through with, with just churning this, that, yeah. and that. So, so she's yeah. the King Churner. She is. She's the, she's the OG Churner. She's, <laughs> she's about that big. <laughs> curly hair she's chaos but um yeah she's og turner yeah so i guess that was kind of relatively yeah. formative yeah. early doors and how did it come to like you know starting like ldnm and stuff like that so ldnm the fitness business with james uh that started we kind of me and him we used to go to the gym endlessly like relentlessly day in day out and uh we, we had a couple of friends that would also go to the gym at the same time and people in our area kind of knew of us that mm-hmm. we were kind of the twins that went to the gym blah 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 and this was in the days where twitter was kind of blowing up a bit social media is blowing up this is 2012 we're talking about so you're probably four yeah probably playing xbox this is 2012 um oh god it's 10 years ago now isn't it that's gone quick you feel like it's gone quick yeah one one bit of advice i would say as you get older it speeds up i remember being told that and thinking shut up mate you're old go away but it does it goes it goes quicker and quicker the older you get um and we we kind of just we put out a blog early doors just putting out like workouts and stuff Mm -hmm. um i had a friend who was a web developer and starting up a website design business they said i'll create a website for you boys if you write like articles and workouts and whatever if it ever makes money pay me a grand for the site. If it yeah. doesn't, then happy days. So it's not a bad deal. Yeah, it's right. a great deal. Sweet pal. Um, and we released a weekly workout called Chess Sunday. It was like a two pound workout. Yeah. People did a direct debit to him. And it just like, built from there. Yeah, it's just a digital digital workout that went did out. Did you even know what you was making at that point? No idea. Or was it literally no just like... We had no plan yeah. for the business whatsoever. And you know, within a few years, it had done millions out. And we'd spent literally five pounds on a logo I think we went on Fiverr or the equivalent back in yeah, 2012. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what that was called then. Maybe the same thing. Um, yeah, it just churned. We didn't put any money into the business. We didn't have an office until like five years in. And even then we realized that was a waste of money. So we canned it off. Mm, we don't have any physical premises. It's still just all digital, which is mad. Yeah, yeah. I suppose it keeps you super versatile if you've got like yeah. office and stuff yeah. like that. It's becoming very common now as well. Um, I was speaking yeah. to actually one of our staff members the other day, and he was saying he just works from home at the moment, but he thinks that like coming into the new year, that he's going to be like made to go back into the office and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm wondering if like a change will come with like people coming back to like the office and stuff. I've no idea. Um, Do you work from home for that now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I work from wherever. I work from the car. I work from home. But Do you prefer of- work from home. Yeah, I do. I like my own flexibility. I like my space. I like my, to do my own schedule. Sometimes my schedule doesn't make sense to people. Mm-hmm. I'll just work till four in the morning just for no reason. If I feel like it, if I've got the energy and then I'll wake up at like eight. But do you five. think for the average person without your mindset that it's better to work from home or better to work in an office where it's more disciplined? As an employer, yeah. staff in the office because people, well, people at home don't do Many it. distractions. Mm-hmm. Unless you're working on your own business and what the more yeah. work you do, makes you more money yeah you're going to do as little as possible at home like nobody nobody works hard at home really if, yeah. unless they absolutely have to if they're being managed properly then they do mm-hmm. but most people work yeah just do sod all um so yeah i guess employees are probably relatively keen to get staff 
into the office, even with all the tools available in the world, people yeah. people are still going to be doing yeah finding ways around stuff like that. No, until we've got those VR headsets, and then we just like, have you seen them? You not seen the them? new VR headsets that are coming out? No, they sound metal cool. on them, and they're just like screens in front of you. So like and it's just like yeah, it's just like oh, your, your screens there, and it's just like so you could not actually be there. Oh, and it's just awful. like augmented reality of you. Yeah. That sounds horrendous. But you can have like sort of like you know if you've got like a laptop and stuff, you can have like loads of monitors yeah. and stuff, and you can like you know interact with everything, and it'll just be like a crazy it's little. Like that, you know, you'll be able to get like your workspace anywhere you want. But it also means that your other like staff members can see you doing nothing. Yeah, I suppose because you can have like a virtual office, so everyone yeah. can like put the headset on. So if and you sat, sat at home, yeah, if you sat at home on like your couch, it'd think you were sat on like a like this desk, and everyone was working around this yeah. desk, and it was just like oh, could oh, you program Tony it to, over there? If you're lying on your back doing absolutely nothing at home, you could program it to look at like you're doing that. Uh, mm, I don't know. I suppose. Not. I guess so, if you're a decent coder or whatever, you could hack it. Glasses on again with your eyes on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you would never get caught falling asleep no. then, would you? Nope. Nope. <laughs> Good. Have you ever been on like a VR headset before? No. I, I'd be one of these people that crashed into a wall and got carried <laughs> away. So, no, you're not doing it to me either. Next time I come on here, you present me one of those. Not doing it. We yeah. should actually do that. We've yeah, got we'll one. Get, get JE on it. Oh, yeah. that would be quality. That he would be havoc. He'll get wrapped up in it. And, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's crazy to be fair. Yeah, they're insane. You actually really? are insane. Yeah. yeah, so like you, you put it on and it's like you're in like a virtual world and you can like draw like a circle on the floor so like you know there's nothing yeah, to like bump into. But like when you get to the boundary, like you pop your head out and the virtual world starts to like disappear yeah. and then the and real world starts to like appear and then you it's like go insane. back and you're back in the virtual world. It's crazy. Oh, you should definitely fun. jump on one. It's crazy. It is actually insane. Hmm. You sound scared. <laughs> yeah, you've not sold me in on it. <laughs> you're going to have to work on the pitch. <laughs> we'll get them next time. <laughs> but other than you know LDNM and stuff like that, if, you know, are there any other businesses that you actually like want to start in the future? Do you think? Um, I think over the years I've had so many harebrained ideas. A lot of them haven't worked. I've been lucky in that the ones that haven't worked haven't really hemorrhaged any money. Mm-hmm. I've just kind of been able to just. Can you expand on some that haven't worked? Um, so I launched a storage business. Mm-hmm. I remember um, that. that was with the J, wasn't just, it? Yeah, storage, yeah, nice and clever name. Took all of about 35 seconds to come up with that name. <laughs> um, that didn't work. That didn't work at all. Um, why, why do you think it didn't work? We launched it at a car show in January, mm-hmm. uh, just before COVID. And... We'd only got a few units of stock in at that point, yeah. and I had the supplier set up and had all the kind of shipping things sorted, and we knew where we were going to get them from when we got the next order of 40. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a container. This is when well. you had the piece to in it. Yeah, that's so. when I had the piece, so the bright blue piece underneath the bright blue box at Auto, Auto Sport in NEC. Yeah. Got the pitch for free at NEC. Uh, the sample box that I had on top of my piece, there, that was uh, basically a free sample. I mean, it was a few hundred dollars or whatever yeah. from, yeah. from uh, the Far East where we were getting them made. Um, so actually didn't really cost anything I just had to get yeah. a piece to there the most expensive thing about that pitch was tr- transporting the car up mm. there uh, and it was a weekend of my time um, but immediately after that pretty much COVID happened we had interested developers and all sorts mm. of really big dog clients wanting these things but the upshot was COVID destroyed supply mm-hmm. and also bumped the price of steel to the point that just oh. made it very slow very expensive um, and actually, we just we just canned it. To be honest, mm. we had a load of these units um, that were coming in. A load of them arrived broken. We had a problem with the supplier anyway that they were just sending us broken bits. 
um, we just canned it off basically. It just didn't work, but yeah. had no skin in the game. We actually flogged a few, so didn't so lose any money. Customers actually received some, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Customers actually received some. We, we put some together in London, um, you know, a handful, a real handful, but we just thought before we expand this any bigger, uh, my business partner's in it as well. It was no one's full time thing. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone was just sort of prodding it. We thought this thing could run itself. Uh, kind of just gave up with it. There is a business there. I mean, yeah, if you yeah. fancy it, go for it. I mean, there's, there's a huge market for it, but I've already got a certain amount right, of time yeah. and I just couldn't. The idea is really good in London, obviously, because like renting space and, you, and whatever. We drove through earlier. Look how many new build flats yeah, there are. Yeah. None Tons. of those people are going to have any yeah. space. They're all going to have a parking space. We know what? Exact problem. You know what? Now I think about it, we actually got told off. We just moved into an apartment. Mm. So now we've like, we were leaving shit at the back of like, literally where you'd put your storage thing, at there the back go. of the car. Do you want so to buy 20 shit. units? <laughs> we take stuff out the car and we had like a pool there and yeah. like a car cover and some it's Ikea drawers and we just left them there. It's a proper thing though. It is a proper thing. Um, and then we got told we had to move them because it looked ugly. Yeah. But obviously so if that was there, it'd be fine. Yeah, those yeah. storage units are fine. And in, in, in our place, you know, there's not actually any real room for like storage no, because, not. you know, three of us live together. Yeah. Um, so... You know, Definitely. in our case, that would be absolutely yeah. It would have been But like every every single person that lives in an apartment with a parking space underneath, yeah, they will all tell you they don't have enough space in there. You should have put mm-hmm. flyers on the cars in the apartments. I actually did some flyering. Mm-hmm. That would version on that's pretty decent. Um, and then I realised that um, the contact details were wrong <laughs> <laughs> on the flyer after spending. I went round and did it on my bike on my own at like Mad. midnight. Yeah, just sneaking into car parks doing it. This was actually relatively recent. Someone's definitely got a video. No, you not just going into no, more recently. I've re- I've, I actually did a brand deal with GoDaddy yeah. redoing the website. So I <laughs> did funny, a pay partnership with GoDaddy. So oh look, we're doing redoing the website. Oh, relaunching the business, but we've canned it since. Mm. So um. That's yeah. mental. At least I turned it. I can just imagine Tom like going through these car parks, putting these flies on cars and Mate. that. But I, I, was like, I can either pay someone 50 quid yeah. and arrange sorting them out when they're going to turn up, handing them the flies, blah, blah, blah. I can just get on my bike and just go and do it myself. Yeah. Fair um, enough. That's yeah, that, That's good, that. Why not? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it didn't work, but I tried. Yeah. Sort of. Yeah. That's crazy though, but that, that shows like, you know, the lengths that you need to go to really. Like, you know, you've got a couple of Ferraris and stuff like that. You know, you've had crazy cars over time, but yet you're still going around like when 100%. times need on your bike, yeah. flying cars. Pissing rain, sod it. And also it's late at night. I love working late at night because everyone else is asleep. You can actually yeah. just get stuff done. You can do stuff. I mean, not riding yeah. around with flyers, but like you can just, you've just got peace and quiet. Mm-hmm. Early morning though, people are up from six. Yeah. Yeah. You. But actually from sort of 10 p.m. onwards, most, most people are in bed mm. so I actually much prefer not riding around that's funny that sounds like a story that James was telling us he was going around selling tickets in uni yeah he was hell at uni chucking flyers about absolutely hell yeah I've heard a lot of stories well, what did you did you go to uni yeah 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 what did you do I did law same as James I couldn't think of a degree to do and like when, when I did the, my A levels this was in a time where uni didn't really it, it was all means tested and stuff so you'd actually um, you basically you could go for free Long story cut short. Like yeah. these days, I don't think that's the case. Is no, you, you get like a debt, and then the you have, and then if you make money, you have to pay it back. Like Max is in debt. I've just paid off my student loan. <laughs> really? Uh, nice. Yeah, and I'm 63 years old. So Carrera GT with a student loan. <laughs> Until I think it was earlier this year, they said you've made your last payment. But because I was self-employed, mm-hmm. they don't get you. I thought it's only when you're after so long. 
Didn't um, it just like wipe itself? Is that wrong? No. I thought, I thought so as well. Oh, I was I kicking the can down the road, but they were still going for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember, because my, my, basically I've been self-employed, even in my day jobs, I've been technically yeah. self-employed. Um, but up until a couple of years ago, they changed things where I had to go back into PYE um, and then they went for me. Because I still owed like, maybe about 11 grand. Yeah. Um, but the rest of it was free. You know, you got maintenance grants, loans, and I was working when I was uni as well. Yeah. Life card. That's where I got fired <laughs> for falling asleep. Yeah. Children's pool as well. <laughs> so like quite vulnerable. Uh, <laughs> duty of care. I just went, went over the shoulder at that point. I was too hungover. Oh dear. Does your girlfriend know about that? Uh, no, she wouldn't count. I don't think no. she's not going to watch this. So, Fair enough. Right, mate. Yeah, but <laughs> so, yeah, she, she wouldn't care. Did you end up like going at, like, after you finished uni and stuff like that? Did you finish uni? Yeah, I did. I finished my degree. I got two one just by like literally. I think the the cutoff was sixty percent. Yeah, and I got like fifty nine and a half, and they had to round it up. I was so happy. Oh, Efficient nice. though, like not yeah. not any more than I needed. <laughs> um, and and then I did law school afterwards. But when I was choosing what degree to do, yeah. I didn't want to do a degree that, you know, in 10 years time, even though I wasn't in that profession and I was applying for jobs, people see it on my CV and think, Why'd you do what that? on earth that, mate? Yeah. <laughs> Useless. I wanted something that people go, Decent. you know, like yeah, they yeah, think yeah. I've got a brain. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it does make sense. Yeah, it, it looks good, sense. doesn't it? Yeah, it looks cash. Like, Lord, like everyone yeah, thinks, you must be quite smart. Wrong, yeah, but makes it makes you think. So, did law and then I went to law school afterwards because I wanted to at that point do criminal law with my brother. Yeah. He did the he went like the barrister route. I did yeah. the LPC, which is like the solicitor route. We wanted to set up a criminal practice between us. Yeah. Um, but they stripped the funding out of that, so it was nowhere near as lucrative as we thought it was going to yeah. be by the time we finished. So that ruined it really. And then I went into finance after that. After yeah. So finance. did you do you ever get a job as like a solicitor? Nope. Nope. No. Nope, didn't do a training contract. Wasn't technically qualified to do that. Um, and actually doing three years of law and then a year of law school actually put me off the whole thing. Yeah. It looked yeah. horrendous. Absolutely horrendous. I'm yeah. sure it's not. So don't tell me off. But it, it looked horrendous to me. What? Was it draining? Yeah. Yeah, it was. I, I didn't enjoy it. Didn't enjoy it at all. Even the, like, the criminal law stuff. Because I, I used to watch The Bill when I was younger. You put yeah. that program is. You remember The Bill? I've never watched it, but I know. I've, yeah, I you're aware James, of it. James was talking yeah. about it, I think. Yeah. Basically, we're going to be saying exactly the same thing. Yeah. We shared a wound. What do you expect? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's all I wanted to do. I wanted to be the person that sat in the room with, with some scumbag and said, say no comment. You don't have to answer that. I like mm. the idea of that. Yeah. Different police stations, different people every single time. That's like uh, 24 hours in police custody. Well, that Great. show. Unbelievable. Yeah, that was a good one. Absolutely. <laughs> so that's what I envisioned yeah. my life would be like. And I thought, it's not glamorous, but actually you haven't got the same mundane chat at the yeah. water cooler every no, day. Something's new every day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and there's always a story. You've always got something like a, a tale when you get home. Oh, this guy did this today. Not that I think you're supposed to tell anyone. But um, <laughs> And it was, it was £65 an hour at that point. Okay. And nice. bear in mind this was... Yeah. It was a different time. Yeah. Even obviously sixty five pounds an hour. Yes, it's decent lot. these That's days. Decent. Those days were hoofing. Yeah. So I was like, fine, you can you can rack out sort of twenty hours a week of that, happy days. Um, but it got stripped out yeah. of the funding. So and then so I was just gonna say, so what what when did you first think like I'm like self employed, I'm a self entrepreneur? Like what was that point to you? I never at any point when I was younger thought I'm just going to do my own thing. Yeah. I'm, you know, day job's not for me. I think it was just a mentality that I always wanted both. Yeah. So I wanted the, like, the safety and the kind of the benefits of both. You know, self-employed can be great and there's no better feeling in the world making your own money. But also the lack of security with that was yeah. kind of a bit of a concern, yeah. particularly in my early days. Um, particularly as I'm not actually good at anything. There's not one thing that I know that I'm really good yeah. at. Yeah. I'm not techie. Uh, you know, I'm, 
I wouldn't even say I'm that hardworking per se. I can't focus on things for long periods of time. So I, I never really thought I was going to cut it and just be yeah. self-employed. I yeah. thought get a good job and have a few good churners. Yeah. And, you know, you'll be out earning your colleagues at your day job and, and happy days. And, you know, um, yeah, I, I don't know. It was never a deliberate thing. And there wasn't the culture that there is now. Back then yeah, when I started. Massive culture right now. It's insane, isn't it? No one thought of having, well, I say nobody, but no one was really, there wasn't a side hustle culture yeah, at no. all back then. I think you really either got a job culture. or you didn't. Yeah, it's great. It's really healthy. And I think a lot of problems with um, particularly blokes being bored and the, pro- and the sort of problems that are associated with guys hanging around being bored would be wiped out if people just had a little bit yeah. more... Um, enthusiasm towards productive stuff or just making money in a legitimate clean way yeah. uh, particularly in a way like CTM where you don't need any startup no. capital really yeah. you don't need any yeah. experience any well, you don't need a, you don't need a business it. idea no you don't need a business so, idea yeah. just, you, you don't even need to know what you're buying and selling you just no. click a button turn up you don't need to look at it you just write the label and send it out again if you just think of it in that manner yeah. like it's just money who cares what, what, is that um uh Carrot toy. Is that churning Kevin. again? Kevin. Kevin, no, is he no, back? No, 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 he's back. He'll be back. No. Don't he, you worry, he'll be, he'll be back. I, I've seen him sniffing around in some teaser mm. campaigns. Yeah, I'm just back. wondering, Kevin the churner's going to be yeah, back. He'll be sniffing this Christmas, mate. He's, mm. a, he's a constant churner, especially in the Queen's <laughs> Tube. <laughs> I haven't had any funny products lately. I can't think uh, of like a funny product. Can you think of any funny products? Why are people going mad for air fryers? What's happened it's in the Because the cost of living, energy crisis, the dead cheap to run. You know, I'm surprised you've not got an air fryer. I don't cook. Or, is it cooking? Yeah. 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 Something Mate, like that. Not a clue. Yes. <laughs> I literally just ordered my food. I don't. I don't have any food in the fridge. I haven't been to the supermarket to buy it. You know, people <laughs> buy vegetables and like chopping boards and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I don't do it. Really? Never. <laughs> Never cook. <laughs> I, when I was at uni, I, I made some, I did like, I'll cook a pizza and yeah. nothing. Yeah. Um, but I haven't bought, you know, like ingredient food. You know, when you yeah. buy ingredients. Yeah. I haven't done ingredients. Milo's just jumped on this and. I'm going to tell you right now, Milo is the slowest cooker you will ever yeah, see. I, I take my time it's to make two a hours to make a pasta. <laughs> Pots and whatnot and things Pans, at different levels. Pans, yeah. chopping, sourcing, whatever, mate. <laughs> and he only goes for one sauce. And if that sauce yeah. is out of stock, then end no the world. Pasta. You know what you like. Yeah. You it's, a good it's a good sauce. It's a good sauce. made the same pasta flat. How long will? <laughs> <laughs> the same pasta every night. <laughs> Bear in mind, Max is stood like right next to me, narrowly <laughs> avoids like humongous scars. <laughs> yeah, See, that's why. Right, that's why right I stick to ordering. Or wait for one of these to cook. That's good. I was going to say dinner at your house, but now I'm not so sure. <laughs> we can order, don't Slight, worry. Slight, you know, health and safety houses. Deliveroo yeah. or, or Uber Eats or whatever it is. I actually did do a brand deal with HelloFresh recently. So really? Obviously, Decent. I cooked that in full because I love cooking. <laughs> and you've got all <laughs> the utilities, coat. aren't you? <laughs> Even in the air fryer. I've got yeah. one. Go on. Go on. No, sorry. I, I just, <laughs> just going to ask more questions about an air fryer. I have no idea, but I don't need to know about air fryers. Just that they churn. I was going to say, like, what's the best brand deal you've ever done? Like, the one you've enjoyed yeah. the most? I think one of the, the best partnerships that I've done, that I've enjoyed the most, well, I, th- I did something with Harrods recently, and I was like, do you know what? That's really cool. Harrods is just mega. I turned out they had, like, a, a wardrobe thing of, like, Dior and all sorts of stuff. Yeah, cool. They had people doing the photos, the makeup, like, absolutely everything. All I had to do was just turn up. And say like five things, 
It was mega. And they're I've, all really I've, nice. see, I've seen that a lot to be fair. That ad. They've yeah, done I've some seen big usage on that. Big buys on that. Yeah, like, that's gone buys. everywhere. Yeah. Um, but it's cool. It's a great brand. Like it's it's more what I want to be doing. I don't want to be stood next to a car, yelping on about the color yeah. of the wheels for the rest of my <laughs> life. So I kind of want to do more cool stuff and stuff that I can hang my hat on rather than just. Have you ever done something that's bad on the flip side? We can bleep them. Bad, really bad, bad. brand deals. Um, I've done some out. really poo watch brands. Yeah. Trying to name drop anyone. Oh, no. Because <laughs> I'll probably do them again. <laughs> Please! <laughs> no, no. no, 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 yeah. <laughs> we'll see where things go. See where things go. Yeah, boys, never say never. It's always open. Never close any doors in life. always open. <laughs> Money's money, isn't it? Do you know what? When it hits your account, it all looks the same. (laughs) Right? And it's not... Well, it's kind of labelled where it's come from, but, you know, if you just look at the balance bit, it's fine, right? Yeah. That's true. true. I've got a bag full of them. I'll bring one for you if you want. Oh, you should find that. Yeah. Do you know what? Um, I wouldn't do this. Obviously, I hold on to the you know, brands I work yeah. with and I wear them and I, I like everything that obviously you know I promote. Um, but if I didn't, it would go to a charity shop. So there is some, there's, there some, there's some good in there. It all goes to charity. Yeah. If I was to get rid of it, which <laughs> I don't. So I love it. If your brand deal's really that bad, it's going to the charity shop. At least you're doing a good car. No. That's, that's good it's going to the charity of TGE and it's going to Cancer Research UK as well so and you I know like it. yeah happy days it's a good deed but it other is. than I'm lovely <laughs> <laughs> but other than like the Harrods brand deal is there any other like belters um, I've done some stuff with Amiga I think that's really cool mm, yeah, um, that's and I, I've recently actually I worked with Porsche GB we did a, a road trip around Europe yeah um, that. that's good it, I had to do some work for them um, yeah. I say work it wasn't work at all but I absolutely loved that everyone was amazing uh, we were Porsche Club GB celebrating 60 years of them um, it was just a great bunch of people I was with my girlfriend um, in a brand new 911 GTS going around Europe um, we had a museum tour like loads of like bucket list yeah. stuff that I'd always wanted to do but never had the time to organise or, or sort out for myself um, yeah it was amazing and I'd like to be paid by Porsche as well it's just yeah, yeah. Super, so what does it actually look like so obviously you don't have to say the figure but what does it look like when that brand deal comes to you like they're saying like because obviously most people haven't seen a brand deal so what does one actually look like uh, usually it'll say on the subject um, opportunity or partnership or yeah. um, sometimes they really kind of want to make sure they don't get ignored they say paid um, paid sponsorship or something like that in, yep. the, in the subject um, but that one came around as more of an informal discussion at Goodwood Festival Speed someone yeah. at the brand um, but usually they do just come into your yeah. email and they say usually it's we're launching this we've got that event yeah. um, you know there's something they want to talk about and they just say this is the idea of it are you interested do you want to work with us do you hate us is it something your audience would like and then you just you just get back to them and say yeah love it hate it whatever um, I can make you a YouTube video or a reel or whatever. Sometimes yeah, they come yeah, in yeah. there and say, we're launching this. We want a reel. We want three stories. Yeah. How much? So the t- sometimes they're literally like scripted, say, say this, say that. And then sometimes they're free flowing. Yeah. And sometimes they'll give you a brief and with yeah. talking points and you'll have to say every single thing that in those yeah. talking points. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and there'll be a list of don't say any of these words. Um, but sometimes they just leave it to you to completely do it however you want. And then they still, they'll always have to approve it. Any paid stuff, they'll always have to approve yeah. it first. Um, but yeah have you ever passed up on some mega ones that you've just had to said no to money yes but like some mega ones that you just wouldn't do because of like 
the fact your mm, own reasons or whatever there's been the occasional like scammy coin mm, scammy yeah. crypto stuff scammy fat burners but usually I have a general rule I won't say no to money if it's moral yeah yeah it might not be something that I necessarily would buy myself or would wear myself but yeah. as long as I'm not saying I always wear this anyway I've been buying yeah. this brand for years as long as I'm not lying yeah. but I know my audience a section we'll of my like audience it. might like it I don't mind putting yeah. it out to them but I won't do anything completely immoral yeah. like yeah. a scam coin or a, or a rug pull or any of that nonsense so there no was TG kind no TGU coin. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> no, there won't be any of that stuff. But, um, but yeah, the occasional kind of exchange and stuff like that. They're not. Some of them are frowned upon, and I have worked with some that yeah. not the best in the world. But I haven't worked with anything that's an outright scam. Yeah. Or, yeah. or I can always hang my hat on it. I could always explain away why I work with a brand, um, and I'll stand behind it, even though it might not necessarily be something mm-hmm. I really care mm-hmm. about. I have done some really interesting games. And um, so there's the one actually that annoyed my audience more than anything recently. I did a game, uh, like a hunting game. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of the bloody thing, but it was like a, a shooting game for like, you go out and like shoot deer or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, not in real life. It's a, it's a game, like, as I said. Like Idea Hunter or some shit like that. I don't know. I'll have to read the brief again. I have no idea what it was. Yeah. Um, they paid now, so it's fine. But I had that at the beginning of the video. Um, like deer hunting or whatever it yeah. was and people are like you're a vegetarian how could you do this I'm like have you gone through your entire life not being able to differentiate between something on a screen and a game and real life is this real life to yeah. you now it was clearly a game but people got really upset about that That's like, so guns and all sorts it didn't even occur to me I was like it's yeah. just a stupid game you yeah. know like Call of, Call of Warcraft or whatever it is you know like what's it called Call of Duty <laughs> World of Warcraft Call of Duty Mix them both. That's right. what I said. <laughs> New game coming soon. Brand deal. Yeah, holler. I love gaming. Uh, but that's TG that, gaming. That, you played? <laughs> you mate, do I don't know it. how to you do it. Like TG gaming on Twitch, mate. It would burn. Yeah. <laughs> mate, I have no idea. How have to you do ever it. played like an Xbox or like FIFA or anything? I used to play GTA on PS. PS. You know what? The what's the one from the vertical? You know when they're all like running around and you kind of like. It's like um, from the sky downwards, and you can just see them like beetling around that oh, GTA. No, yeah. I think you mean like I think it's the like third person, like the original GTAs are like that, and then yeah. it moved into um, like first person and whatever. Yeah, mad. Was that what you, you don't remember? Yeah, nah. you don't remember that, do you? Nah, I don't even know. I don't even know which GTA that is. Yeah. It was good. I mean, I'm not selling it here, am I? But it was good. <laughs> the original GTA, and then it went into like um, San Antonio, whatever it's called. Yeah, yeah, yeah perfect. Yeah, I don't I know what I was it. on about. Yeah, but the hunting game, royal people. They hated it. They absolutely hated it. And I was like, of all the nonsense yeah. I've put out, this is what's annoying you. <laughs> like, what? I, I don't, yeah, I don't even understand yeah, what they think sometimes. But it's great. I love it. Have you got, like, a favourite YouTube video you've ever made? Um, but the most popular video on my channel uh, is one that I wasn't even in, so that says it all. Shall we tell I, I actually know the one. It's the Lamborghini one. And the thumbnail on it is absolutely quality. I was literally looking at it. It's outrageous. It's a really good thumbnail. That. I so wasn't like a there. Girl I did with a sparkly it. Lamborghini. Yeah, I mean, it's the girl with a sparkly like Lamborghini. One or two million views. Yeah, three and a half now. Really? It wasn't that long a video, so it no. didn't make me that much money. And also, um, half of its life was spent copyright um, glitched. Yeah. I had it uh, filmed and edited by someone else. And he didn't uh, do the copyright thing on the music he'd mm. used. 
like copyright infringing music ah. and I put it out and then so it was going viral and I realised I wasn't making any money out of it I was so fuming I actually <laughs> blocked him <laughs> yeah, we're friends now but I was so annoyed at him I blocked him <laughs> um, sorry Alex yeah. you'll know who he is he goes under a different alias online but yeah he's a cool guy but, uh, most fun video I don't know I've I don't know. them are quite depressing. <laughs> why did you why did you even like start a YouTube channel in the first place? I wanted to prat around for a living. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to be calling like pratting around with cars and buying cars a job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just basically do things, just build a business that could allow me to indulge my passions in a tax efficient way and also make money out of it. Basically, I remember you jumping on like Paul Wallace's like bearded TJ. I yeah, I had that bright blue like, and print, which I still got. You still got the blue. I bought it back. Yeah, I yeah. found out who had it and I bought Mad. it back. See, yeah, I still that car. I remember you going to like Lamborghini and whatever. Yeah, if there's ever a museum, a TG museum, it would be terrible, but that car would be in it. <laughs> and the beard. Yeah, the beard. Yeah, it's in a pot somewhere. I'll, I'll bring it out and put it on the shelf. Um, but yeah, it was actually. Paul Wallace was like one of the early guys that was actually yeah. really, really nice to me. And he, he's a really cool guy. And he's he's very kind of welcoming and was happy to have me in these videos and stuff like that. And there was no plan back then. I'm going to get in Paul's videos so I can create a channel. Yeah. It was just, I just thought, this is hilarious. This guy's this is what this guy does for a job. Yeah. Yeah, I'm happy to be here for free and prat around. Like, yeah. it's a joke. I want to do this. This is absolutely brilliant. We just go to car dealerships kick tires shout at each other and go home <laughs> and I was like he's making money out of this I can I can make money out yeah. of this um, so that's how it started really a joke like it's the stupidest job in the world and now you're doing Porsche brand deals it's ridiculous that is yeah. ridiculous to I, I have noticed though from the early days and doing kind of the more fun sort of buying yeah. stupid cars shouting being more immature growing was very easily at that mm-hmm. point yeah. but now I've tried to be a little bit more sensible doing some classic car restoration stuff the audience, that end of the audience, yeah. it grows slower. It's a slower yeah, burn. Yeah, niche. I want that audience more than I want the younger audience because I want to have old people because I'm old. Yeah. And I want to work with brands that target, like luxury brands that target older people. Yeah. I say older, 35 to 55. Um, ancient for you guys. Um, so it's harder to get that engagement because those mm-hmm. people aren't online endlessly. Yeah. They won't like things. They'll see something in their feed and they go, hmm. And they'll carry on. They won't like it. Yeah. They won't necessarily yeah. comment. They don't even want to leave a footprint. A lot yeah. of the older people, the young people, though, they're straight in with a like, with a comment, with a with a share, of tracking yeah, stories, yeah, yeah. all sorts of that stuff. So I have noticed that, uh, along with engagement on Instagram and stuff, it's kind of dropped off for quite a lot of people. I've noticed a bit of a drop off. But now I've kind of tried to transform my audience a bit. Well, meta is actually and it makes sense dying a little bit, isn't it? Yeah, it's it is a bit. Down. It is. But I, I feel like those older people, you know, you got your high net worth at 45 years old. Yeah. For me and the brands that I work with and where I want to go with what I'm doing over the next 10 years, because I don't want to stop this stuff. Yeah. I feel like one of those guys is worth, you know, a few of the younger yeah, kids 100%. that are just transient, couldn't care less who's putting out the content. They'll subscribe, but they don't give, they don't care about you. Yeah. Um, I feel like the, the older guys are kind of worth more to me. So I'm trying to cultivate that audience and just create some longevity, sense. really. Yeah. Because I want to be doing this in 10 years. And, you know, those kids aren't going to be around. I can't run around shouting chaos and throwing sausages yeah. at people. Um, I never threw sausages on my channel. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> Vegan sausages these days. Do you remember um, your first YouTube video? Yeah, yeah. I actually... Uh, yeah, I filmed it on an iPhone. Have we been kicked out? No, we got, like, 
two, three minutes left. Okay, okay. Bored me out there. My first YouTube video was, I filmed it on an iPhone. And I used to, in the early days, I wasn't even logged into my channel. I was at work and I filmed on my iPhone. I genuinely couldn't be bothered. I actually, I kind of, I wanted to create a platform for the sake of it. Yeah. Uh, just out of curiosity to see whether people would actually watch it. And I was genuinely furious making the videos. I didn't want to do it. Anyway, I was filming on my iPhone, front camera, like thumb camera. <laughs> and... I remember I, I wasn't even logged into my channel. I'd put it all in a Dropbox and this, this lad would like stitch all together and punt it out. And, I, and he said, what do you want the t- title to be? Uh, you're going to have to bleep this. This is a true story. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he said, what do you want the title to be? I was like, I don't, I don't care. I was like, try this. Watch this, you c- <laughs> <laughs> In capital letters and sent that to him. And not, he didn't think, ha ha, okay, but what do you want the title to be? <laughs> he was like, you okay. done that. And I saw a notification on my home screen because I was kind of yeah, like, yeah. Uh, not even signed in. But the Subscribed on like up, an alias. Yeah, it came up on my home feed. This video came up and that was the title. He put it out publicly <laughs> to, I think, about 11,000 subs. Actually spelt the word as well. Yep, the whole word. And this was the first video? I think after? one or two. Yeah. I That's think it funny. might have been the one where I bought my Cayman GT4. Yeah. So, I mean, within the first two, three videos. Like a wow. real aggressive start. <laughs> oh, you'd be cancelled now for that. Yeah, heavy. Um, yeah. But what was what was the first video about? I think it was collecting a Lamborghini. I think. I bought yeah. a real wheel drive hurricane. Why are your first ones was a G Wagon one? There we go. Was it? Come no, I don't think it was your, no one of your first ones. Don't think it was your first one. You was doing G what? No, it was collecting an F twelve, wasn't it? Oh. That was on his channel. That went viral when I was just revving at people in Mayfair. You see, it's so much harder these days. Me buying a Lamborghini back then wearing a tracksuit, that was a thing in two thousand sixteen. Yeah. People were like Who's this oik buying an amber? I mean, wow, he's doing well. It's a hurricane. These days, you buy a hurricane, people think, mm-hmm. why ain't you got an event store? Are you poor? <laughs> that, that's the difference. Yeah. Like, these days, no one's impressed by it. It's, it's so saturated, yeah. people going so heavy and aggressive. Yeah. And all. Um, I just, I was just lucky I had a few years of being aggressive. Yeah. And, and you need to bring, bring back doors. aggressive to you. It wouldn't work. I, mean, I, I don't think there's a single car I could buy now yeah. that would even raise people's eyebrows. You just need the beard, no roof. I would be single at that point. <laughs> Back on the market with that beer. I'd be launched off. <laughs> Never again. That beer's not returning. I'm just not doing it. Um, yeah, there's a different time, but without it, I wouldn't be. More mature now, aren't you, Tom? <laughs> you Something what? like that. <laughs> you got to say yes for the camera? Yeah, 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 you yeah. You want the yeah. older audience? Yeah, older audience, yeah. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Well, yeah. Um, well then. You bored of me yet? Are I you bored of me? Need to well, if they're still here, they're still there, aren't they? They are not here. <laughs> you can say anything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think there'll be a lot of people here, to be fair. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. definitely. Good retention. Good retention time. There's three people sat there, so. Because they have to be. <laughs> <laughs> They've been trying to sneak out. <laughs> but yeah. Um, Any yeah. last words? Words no, of wisdom? Thanks, th- thanks very much for having me, basically. Thanks Do you have so. any advice for people who, you know, yeah. want to get to your position? Um, first things first. I don't come on these things because I think I'm on Bill Gates or Richard Branson. Um, I recognise I've done all right, but I've got a long way to go. I'm not where I am. Uh, I'm not where I want to be, sorry. Can't even talk. It's been a very long day. Um, yeah, so just keep plugging away, basically. Um, you know, if, if you want it, just keep going at it. That's the most generic advice I've ever heard. It's terrible. <laughs> just keep churning, people. Keep churning, keep sticking fingers yeah. in, in pies, buns in ovens, and you know, 15 rubbish incomes is an amazing income. So just keep There you it. go. Yeah.
15 rubbish incomes yeah. is an amazing income. That's is that, the one. Is that a TikTok? That's the one. Seen on TikTok. That's it. That's a good one. You're going to use that one. Yes. Sick. There we go. We got there. Took an hour. Right then. But yeah, I think other than that, thank you for coming on, Tom. It's been a pleasure. I keep turning off. I'll catch you boys soon anyway, I'm sure. As always. We'll see you later, bud. Cheers.